You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity. I am Tiny, sitting across from me with my best friend John. What's up? Together, we are the bad boys of Southern Evangelical Comedy. The unwanted, the unauthorized, and the unappreciated voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. And we thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining <laughs> us. I want to echo Tiny's <laughs> sentiments. Yeah. We appreciate you joining us on the first day of Daylight Savings Times, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so we're actually recording this in the future as opposed to last week's episode. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds good to me. They did that on an episode of Pete and Pete one time. Oh, I don't even know what Pete and Pete is. You don't remember the adventures of Pete and Pete? They were on Nickelodeon way back in the day. No, no. Okay. I missed the Nickelodeon train, except for, (laughs) uh, well, what was the family challenge show? You know, oh, Double Dare. Double Dare. Double Dare, yes. Remember Double Dare. And that's about it. That's all I remember off of Nickelodeon. What about, uh, you can't say that on television? Don't remember that. Where they would say, uh, water and they dump water on them and then they say something else they dump slime on them no i have no idea <laughs> there were, there i was, like already found my first playboy by this time you know there was this okay this is a children's network there was a running gag on that show where there would be a kid standing in front of a firing squad oh, yeah? with a general giving commands to ready aim but then the kid would always end up tricking the general into saying fire when he was standing in front of the firing oh, squad okay and he would get he shot get up on shot. tv instead of the kid okay nickelodeon well, in the 80s people yeah it was glorious so, yeah, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot of uh i don't have a whole lot of nickelodeon experience right. my kids watched it for a little while but they got out of it fast too well, everything when i was a kid Nickelodeon was the big thing. And yeah. then my little brother, when he was growing up, his big thing was Cartoon Network. Yeah. But I think it was what the early aughts, everything went back to Disney Channel. The, the mouse yeah. reclaimed his yeah. throne as right. king of children's programming. Well, one thing we know about Mickey is he don't like losing out on money. <laughs> no, you know, he don't. That son of a gun. <laughs> he, he's got that hand out for a reason. He hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey <laughs> needs paid. It. You know? Yes. <laughs> he was like, look, y'all. I wish I could do a Mickey Mouse voice. Look, y'all. <laughs> you know what it is? Yes. Well, we're missing some money out here on kids TV. We need to be number one. Get in there and get it done. You know, is Mickey Mouse going to have to cut a fool? <laughs> yeah, Mickey. Mickey loves his cash more than anything. Yeah. You know, all that has nothing to do with anything. How was your week? <laughs> nothing. I had a very long and stressful week. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, hear that. that's all right. One of the things I love most after getting out of owning my own business and everything was the stress of not being in charge mm-hmm. of employees and <laughs> now you're back HR charge. complaints, lawsuits, all that other stuff. And uh, yeah, so now I'm right back in the middle of all that. So yeah. <laughs> all right. 
How about your week? It was okay. You know, nothing too strange, I guess. Nothing too stressful. I'm on the other end of that spectrum where I am just an employee. That is to... a beautiful thing to be, though. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Well, what is it? They, they say the grass is always greener. There's yeah. there's pluses and minuses to everything, I suppose. But I will say that when I leave my job, it's like I completely forget I even have a job. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who take their work home with them. I refuse to. I can't turn my brain off, you mm-hmm. know, regarding my job. And I couldn't, even when I was just an employee, I, I'll just think about it when I don't have anything else to think about. You know what will fix that? Marijuana. <laughs> Well, probably. I yeah. was going to say more. But I'm Baptist. So I, I was going to say more Thank time you, on Jesus. the Xbox. <laughs> more time on the Xbox. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just, uh, that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I really enjoy it. But uh, some weeks are better than others. So I don't want any of my like coworkers who listen to this, except for John Myrick, <laughs> call you out specifically, who turned in his two weeks notice today. Oh, no. Yeah. So that may mean he's never going to listen to the podcast again. <laughs> you think he was just listening to impress his boss? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but he's moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> and I love John, and I wish him well. But uh, I really hate that he's leaving me alone. So... Well, not alone. We still got yeah. Lindsay Jones. So there you go. Yeah, you should, she's long time You should make it required that all your employees have to download. <laughs> I need this. you to type up a report on each week's episode and email <laughs> yeah. that to me by the end of the day on Friday <laughs> each week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of last week, do you have any good stories? What I do. Was, what was happening in the uh, worldwide odd Earth? Well, I've got several good stories. A couple of them I want to talk about is a lady who uh, called 911 because she got her, her parents cut her cell phone off. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How dare they? Well, you know how kids, <laughs> you know how kids are, right? <laughs> yeah. Then I got a lady who got in trouble with the law for having a baby squirrel. Okay. And meth <laughs> in her say, purse. I didn't know baby squirrels were against the law. But no. Meth but we, is. We've covered meth squirrels before, <laughs> we right? Have, we have. We've. Probably the foremost leading authority in the podcast world on <laughs> methamphetamines and squirrels. Specifically those two in yeah. combination. In combination, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what about you? What, what kind of stories you got? Well, we have PETA coming back to the surface again. Okay. We have a man who led police on a chase when he refused to pay for a dance. That'll come up later in the show, yeah. Colton. <laughs> but I want to start with this. Uh, and this is an opinion piece, but I want to give this an award. Okay. Like this is an Earth Oddity Award that we are presenting to the nerdiest, nerdiest opinion, opinion piece that I have ever read in my life. Well, let me just stay from the out from the jump here. <laughs> yes. For you to declare something nerdy, <laughs> it's in a whole strat- another stratosphere of nerdiness that I'm not even aware existed until this day. Well, you're fixing to be baptized by fire. Okay. Here it is. I'm ready to hear. <laughs> Spock's Vulcan salute should replace handshakes in the coronavirus era. Okay. We all know Spock, one of the <laughs> leading characters from Star Wars yes. and uh, one of my favorites. Master yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Master. He's a Jedi, right? <laughs> I, I think, think so. he is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> he said, uh, live long and the force be with you. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I was like, uh, making out with girls when all those movies were real popular. <laughs> anyway, this is written by Gail Fashion Bauer Cooper. This Fashion was, Bauer? I believe that's what it says. Okay. <laughs> In this era fraught with coronavirus worries and new advice coming seemingly every day, I would like to propose a new replacement for the germ field handshake. 
Let's revive Mr. Spock's Vulcan salute from Star Trek. Okay. Oh, we were wrong. It was Star Trek, not oh. Star Wars. Those aren't the same thing? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. I didn't know. I pretend like I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. A simple and sanitary gesture that is just as useful as a handshake greeting and 10 times more charming. I don't know if I'd go 10 times more charming. Maybe yeah, I would I go know. zero. No, I can, that's this thing, right? It's, it's, yeah, that's I, it. I'm, for everyone at home who can't see the live stream, it. I'm doing the signal. Yeah. I know it because I saw the picture in the article, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Even if you're not a huge Star Trek fan, you likely know the gesture, as demonstrated by John Long right. right here. Yes, everybody saw it on our Twitch stream. <laughs> actor Leonard Nimoy, who died in 2015, invented it himself. I didn't know that. The actor would raise his hand with the palm facing forward, thumb extended, and his middle and ring fingers parted. For those who aren't yeah, watching on right. the Twitch stream. Yes. <laughs> it's often accompanied with the words live long and prosper, sometimes paired with the words peace and long life. Oh, okay. Nimoy told the LA Times that he based it on the Jewish priestly blessing that impressed him as a child. It became so well known that President Barack Obama and 1960s icon Timothy Leary, among others, greeted Nimoy with this famous gesture. Okay. Heard of Timothy Leary. I don't know about the other guy. Now with churches advising congregates not to shake hands for the sign of peace, the Queen of England wearing gloves for an investiture ceremony, hmm. and Washington Governor Jay Inslee announcing that he's not shaking any more hands, it's time for the Vulcan salute to become our new greeting. Even Star Trek's own Mr. Sulu actor George Take, I think that's how you say it? Yeah. He's that... the, oh my, he's that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like the... Yeah, he's very active on social media. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. He as well is, is promoting the salute. <laughs> there may be one issue. It's not easy for everyone to spread their fingers out accordingly. But if you need a little practice, you know that you're in good company. <laughs> I.e. you're not a nerd. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the classic Star Trek moment from the original series, Dr. McCoy asks Spock to show him how to do the salute and has to forcibly mash his fingers into position, snarking, that hurts worse than the fancy dress uniform. And in a touching two-part episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Picard helps a near-death Sarek, who is Spock's father, oh. make the gesture. Okay. Long live and prosper everyone. Handshakes were outdated and dorky anyway. It's so dorky. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I would. I disagree. Not cool. I like disagree. The, like the Vulcan salute. <laughs> but if we could replace the handshake, which I'm a big handshake guy. Yeah. Now I want to just PSA for all you handshake guys out there. It's not a competition. Like we're not trying to squeeze each other's hands until we break a metatarsal or something metacarpal. Right. Spoken Bone. by someone who obviously doesn't do his palm exercises. <laughs> no, I got a good, I have a firm handshake, you know, yes. some people just, they're a little overzealous <laughs> with it. All right. right. But if I could replace the handshake with something, it would be double finger guns. <laughs> you know? Double finger guns. Yeah. I mean, number one, we how should, you doing? We should make that the Earth Oddity That's handshake. our greeting? That's, our, that's the Earth Oddity okay. greeting. When we have our uh, podcast meetup yes. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, double finger guns. You know, I would think if we were going to replace it with anything, maybe the uh, the little bow that they do in Asian cultures. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they do before they fight in blood sport when they <laughs> yes, bow. Right. I think we should maybe do that. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, could go the route of dogs and just sniff each other's butts. 
Let's not do that. Yeah. I'm just throwing out <laughs> options here. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to, you know, yes. just throwing out options. <laughs> um, I don't know enough about Star Trek to write an article like this or care about an article like this. <laughs> yes. I am not afraid of coronavirus, though. It uh-huh. is hugely overrated. It's like Georgia in the postseason right. in college football. <laughs> yes. It is so overrated. It's will, only killed like 3,000 people worldwide. I will say, if you look at the stats next to like just regular old flu virus that yeah. people get every year, yeah, the, it is staggering. The flu virus is like Alabama. And the coronavirus is the University of Georgia Bulldogs, you know? I don't know if you could even say it's the University of Georgia. It's more like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, it could be like the Akron Zips or something. SARS is probably Georgia, you know? SARS is huge, you know? Yeah. You got to go swine flu. It's I, like, I think swine flu automatically gets Arkansas. Like, you got to give it to Arkansas. Coronavirus the is the Vanderbilt. Yeah. Of the germ okay. world. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we need somebody who makes a lot of noise but doesn't do anything. So basically, USC. <laughs> it's USC, right? That's the Trojans. Right. That's absolutely okay. it. Yeah. Uh, or, or Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame's even better. You or know? maybe Boise State back in the uh-huh. That's in right. the 2010s. The Boise State did beat Oklahoma that one time yeah, in the point. Fiesta Bowl. But yeah, yeah. yeah. That's talking sports with John and Tiny. <laughs> all you need to know, I, first of all, I'm not a medical doctor and you don't need to take any medical advice from me, but is that coronavirus is not going to do anything. I right. believe it. I have no idea. And I may come down with it tomorrow because <laughs> I got all kinds of kids and one of them is real young now, our foster mm-hmm. kid. And when they're real young, a kid don't know. They'll just sneeze right in your face. They don't care. You know, <laughs> yes. they have no care. They'll sneeze right directly into your mouth. My son last night, this is so gross. <laughs> oh, no. Now, he don't have like, he's just been congested. Congested. It's not like a stomach bug or anything, but just he's. He's mild corona patient. He got to coughing last night. And my and our son, Eli, he was like in his face saying something. And we kept telling him, like, leave your brother yeah, alone. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, especially when he's coughing like that. Well, he got to coughing and he threw up right on top of Eli's head, like in his hair and everything. And we were just fixing to like go to sleep. So now, oh, nice. Now you have yeah. to take a shower. I know. And you have to strip the bed and like all that. new, all that That's stuff. That's one of the moments where you're like thinking, like, man, I shouldn't have had sex. You know, <laughs> yes. I've been there. I have looked at all my kids. I'm like, I should have never had sex once. You know? I love my son so much, but I just wish he would use his brain. <laughs> So anyway, all right, well, let's get into it here. We got a story from trusted news source, Huffington Post. Okay. Todd sent this to me, swine flu fan, Todd. <laughs> okay. And the headline. The true Georgia of the, <laughs> of the germ world. The headline reads, 36-year-old woman arrested for calling 911 after parents shut off her cell phone. <laughs> so she called now. I know. I guess now on one's like you can still use it after the phone's cut off. I guess that's and so she just called it. Yeah, well, you could put your like cell phone in emergency mode. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "This is clearly an emergency." <laughs> a 36 year old Ohio woman. What? Shout out to Ohio. All our listeners up there got a big Ohio crowd. Go Buckeyes. Um, go Buckeyes. Oh man. I don't want to get back on coronavirus. (laughs) Was arrested last week when she repeatedly called 911 to complain that her parents had cut off her cell phone service. Officials in Stark County arrested Saloni Katarpal. 
Nailed it. Kicked her paw <laughs> of Jackson Township on February 13th after she called the Regional Emergency Dispatch Center demanding that police come to her house. Demanding the police. <laughs> we know how police love for you to tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. They're really big on that. They are, they take that uh, serving the public oath very seriously. Yes, right. Authorities didn't note what phone Kirtar Paul used to make the calls, but dispatchers told her to call 911 only if there was an actual problem. That's good <laughs> advice. Do you not understand? They took her phone away. <laughs> Clearly, this is an emergency. Well, Kirtar Paul reportedly <laughs> called back two hours later, <laughs> insisting she felt the lack of a working phone was a legitimate police matter. Uh, Kirtar <laughs> Paul. Hey, we got the Qatar Paul woman here on the phone again, Sarge. <laughs> Court documents obtained by the smoking gun said Qatar Paul was belligerent. Now, belligerent normally means drunk, right? Uh, you know, it, it is a word that I think, usually gets tossed around yeah, when, when, when we're talking about someone getting arrested for the a public intoxication. Yeah. Yes. Uh, during her phone calls to the point that officers decided to arrest her on charges of disrupting public services, which is a fourth degree felony. Oh, there goes your right to own a gun and vote. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Qatar Paul. <laughs> she'll plead it down, surely. Qatar Paul appeared in court on Friday and was released after posting a $2,500 bond, according to a Cleveland TV station. And her next scheduled court date is a month later. The smoking gun noted that Qatar Paul is a licensed realtor and that authorities have not said why her parents shut off her phone service in the first place. I would say... She can't afford her own phone. She's not selling a whole lot of houses. <laughs> yeah. You know, may not want to list with her. You think she was texting a boy and that's why he took it away? Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> you know, she is definitely of Indian descent. Right. Uh, the country, India. Okay. Just based on her picture here. Not a not a bad looking lady. Need to be good looking <laughs> if you're going to be a reality for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah, she could have been texting a boy, but I don't know. Wild move to call the police about it. <laughs> yes. You know, can't you just go down to Walmart and get a cricket phone and get back in business real quick? <laughs> I was just fixing to say, what do you do, John, if you're 31 years old and your parents? <laughs> She's 36. Take now. away your phone. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 36. What do you do if you're 36 and your parents take away your phone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how how in the world can we possibly solve this? I think I lived two years in college without a phone. <laughs> Like, I just didn't have money to pay for it. So yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I'm out of a phone. I'm out of the phone game. Let me go over to my buddy's house and borrow his. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's not like there's a lot of girls calling anyway. Well, I only had one girl back then. <laughs> she knew where to find me, you know? Yeah. I was a one-woman man, Tiny. <laughs> I have been. Got an anniversary coming up, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah. 18 years of marriage. All right. Yeah. So, we're... Not doing anything special for it. They just working that day. So there we go. Didn't even take her anniversary off. Well, John, our favorite advocacy group is in the news once again. Okay. And this isn't nothing unusual, but we do like to talk about it when it happens. Sure. This comes from MarineCorpsTimes.com. Okay. PETA. Core, by the way, not corpse. <laughs> did I say corpse? You did. Before Jacqueline they, calls in. They, they like to make corpses. <laughs> That's right. Yes. My yeah. bad. Yeah, before Jacqueline calls I in. I know that. I don't know why I said that. I think that. I've already said you know at least 10 times, by the way. <laughs> so go ahead. Well, anyway, PETA demands Marines stop drinking cobra blood and eating live scorpions. Okay. 
So, <laughs> so Peter's upset. They're, they're they're picking a fight with the Marines, yeah, with the United States, <laughs> with the Marine United Corps. States Marine Corps. Okay, yeah. It turns out decapitated cobras are not the only ones unhappy with Marines drinking their blood. So too is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA, an animal rights organization that sent a letter to Marine Commandant General. David H. Berger. Oh, his name's Berger. (laughs) Berger. Okay. Denouncing the crude killings of animals during the annual Cobra Gold 2020 military exercise. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. They should televise it. I know a little bit about Cobra Gold, (laughs) by the way. It's my favorite strain of weed. And uh, also a joint military exercise over in the Southeast Asia. I think they do it in Thailand, maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, these photos show giddy marines swallowing scorpions and guzzling cobra blood and are reminiscent of a frat party gone wrong than a military drill. Okay. Never been to a, a frat party, period, but I've certainly never been to one where they were drinking cobra blood. Not cobra blood. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> No, not I cobra. heard they were uh, trying to some once Colt forty five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or swallow live goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Something kind of tame like sure. that. Sure. PETA is calling on the Marine Corps to take immediate action to replace this barbaric exploitation of animals with cutting-edge technology-based survival training courses that will better prepare troops. The letter cites a story from the Daily Mail, which included accounts of how service members, quote, learned to defang tarantulas before eating them, as well as consuming lizards and other creatures indigenous to the densely forested areas during training. Sounds like something you might want to teach your Marines sure, right, <laughs> in yeah. training. Yeah. Now, how to survive yes. in a jungle situation. The Marine Corps did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Cobra Gold is an annual multinational exercise sponsored by Thailand and the United States, which features more than 5,500 U.S. personnel alongside service members from multiple countries. The largest joint military exercise in Southeast Asia, Cobra Gold, is in its 39th year, and this year's components include exercises in cybersecurity, yeah. so that's interesting, amphibious assault, combined arms, live fire, and humanitarian assistance. Of course, jungle survival training from Thai military instructors is included, and as Stars and Stripes notes, these sessions are among the most photographed events during the exercise. Yeah, if you can get a picture of somebody drinking cobra blood. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna course. get some yeah. it's gonna get some likes. Get some clicks for sure. <laughs> Thai led survival training includes drinking cobra blood, killing chickens, eating geckos, and consuming live creatures native to the jungle as part of survival preparedness. Referenced in the letter from PETA to the Marine Corps is a nineteen ninety nine decision from the US Army's Dugway proving ground and a 2011 decision from the Marine Corps Mountain Warfare Training Center to suspend its use of live animals in survival training. PETA instead recommended more effective non-animal training options, including interactive video games with food procurement components. They want them to go play uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. That's what they want them to do. Well, I mean, I can say 
that it's a fun game. You could probably, but it's not going to turn you into a marine, right? Seeing as that I've played that game several <laughs> times, and I'm, I'm still you not could a probably marine. give a PowerPoint presentation on how to capture and kill a cobra and drink its blood. Yeah, but it probably just doesn't have the same effect no. as, as if you're out there actually doing it. We have a saying around here that is uh, experience is the best teacher. Sure, and you're never going to learn anything as well as you're going to learn something when you actually begin to practice right. that. Yeah. And that can, that goes for anything that can not only go for drinking cobra blood. Yeah. But also just, I don't know how to fix a flat tire. True. You, you know how to fix a flat tire when you have to fix a few. Yes. You know, true. Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm anti PETA on this particular <laughs> yes. thing cause I'm not for more cobras. You <laughs> Let's know, just fix like, I'm not a pro cobra. Yeah. I'm not for torturing animals. Okay. I am for eating animals. Sure. Because they're delicious. Yeah, They're just absolutely. so tasty. I'm a big animal eater. But when it comes to cobras and scorpions and tarantulas, you know, I'm not leading a holy crusade against them. No. But I'm also not going to... Whatever the Marine Corps wants to do to say that there's less cobras and tarantulas sure. and scorpions, I'm for it. Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm a little woke on <laughs> Thailand using our Marine Corps to eliminate some of their cobra population, <laughs> yes. you know, once a year. They're like, hey, let's get the Marines in here and we'll do a joint exercise. But, uh, you know, those dudes are crazy. Just tell them they need to drink cobra blood and let them go and catch and kill as many cobras as possible. Yeah. I don't know, but 5,500 Marines, I don't know how many of them are actually drinking cobra blood, but that's a lot of cobras. I would know? like to think that one cobra per Marine. Sure. But that's I'm sure that probably doesn't even put a den in the... The snakes they got over there. Sure, crazy. I have no idea. But Tiny and I both love eating animals. So yes. said, what's your favorite animal to eat? Uh, probably cow. Okay. <laughs> Mine's beaver. But, I mean, different, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. So, yeah. I mean, you know, something, you'll make sure it's good and clean. That's all I'm saying. All right. So that's a rare delicacy around my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> We're, well, let me just say, since we're on animals, all right. Yes. Police find meth and baby squirrel in a woman's purse during a Glenpool traffic stop. So this is out of Glenpool, Oklahoma. Shout out to Kimmy. This is probably some of her Kim folks. Uh, Glenpool police said they made an unusual discovery during a traffic stop this week. Officers pulled over a car for speeding on Sunday, and Heidi... Colterion was in the passenger seat when they found close to a pound of meth plus scales and baggies. A pound of meth is a lot of meth. She did not hidey that too well, did she? (laughs) That's pretty good. But they also found a baby squirrel in her bag (laughs) with a dropper of baby formula. So she was caring for it. The woman told officers her son found the squirrel as he was working at his tree trimming job. Okay. Um, The Oklahoma game warden brought the squirrel to a state certified rehab agent and arrested the woman for possession of wildlife during a closed season. So apparently you can't possess a squirrel in Oklahoma. (laughs) I guess not. 
The game warden says they won't prosecute people if they are being a good Samaritan, but you must contact the game warden's office for guidance on how to help the animal and where to bring them. Well, how do we know she hadn't already done that and that's why she had to drop her formula in there? It sounds like she's being a good Samaritan. (laughs) People without proper knowledge of caring for wildlife can make matters worse through improper care. There's also the risk of domesticating the animal to a point where it can't fend for itself in the wild, which I would say if you're domesticating it, the probably the point is to not, to not release it, it into the, the wild. wild. Yes. Now, my cat's domesticated, but it will tear up animals. A baby squirrel. Yeah, it will tear up a baby squirrel. <laughs> we keep her inside, though. Yeah. But cats are ruthless, right. and they are technically domesticated. Wild Heart Ranch is a licensed animal rescue trained in caring for wildlife of all kinds. Wild Heart encourages anyone who finds an animal in distress to call them for assistance. They adv- <laughs> Can we give them all these rattlesnakes that we can't go <laughs> <Right>. catch? <laughs> they advise not to feed the animal or try to nurse it back to health on your own. They will not get anyone in trouble if they call the ranch or bring an animal by. Now, I find it very interesting in this whole story they didn't mention charging her for the meth at all. So maybe in Oklahoma, you, meth is okay. Yeah. Baby squirrel's bad, right? Because <laughs> you don't want to domesticate the squirrels. Right. But I think they may have read the story from our guy here in Alabama who had the meth attack squirrel, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, and yeah. they were trying to raise their own attack squirrel to protect their <laughs> meth business. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, um, shout out to Oklahoma and just be aware if you catch a baby animal out there, you probably need to contact your game warden. <laughs> yes. You may want to do that anywhere, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or just put it in your purse. Yeah. Just put it in your uh, purse. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Let it be it down in there. I mean, like, on. like your chapsticks, like knocking it in the head <laughs> and everything else. I mean, it would be one thing if this had been like, I don't know, an endangered bottlenose dolphin that yeah, she found right. out in the wild yeah but we oh, there's no shortage of squirrels right i mean come well, on and also like meth heads aren't known for like forward thinking <laughs> right. you know just in well, general i mean we don't know if, if this lady was a meth head herself though she may right. have just been dealing it yeah or maybe she was holding it on to it for somebody else but if you're driving with a pound of methamphetamine you need to pr- observe every traffic law possible (laughs) you need to be in a very good working vehicle tail lights work reverse light works turn signals are working everything you cannot mess up no you know i'm always amazed when people like are speeding oh yeah we pulled over this car for speeding on 2059 it had you know kilo of cocaine in the back and i'm like what is going on with these are these people stupid yes i guess they are yes they are (laughs) Like, maybe I just need to get in the drug business. Do you think she told the uh, cop that it, it wasn't hers? <laughs> yeah. If so, I would have blamed it on the squirrel. <laughs> that's not mine. That's a, that's, a that's nutsies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my boy found it in his tree trimming job and he brought it to me. I thought it was his nest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have said it was for personal use. All then right. they don't get you for distribution, <laughs> right? Yeah. This whole pound was for me. Just for me. It's just for it's me for, and nuts. Got a busy week coming up. I'll be <laughs> caring for this baby squirrel. We'll be up all hours. <laughs> all right. Well, this next story here. A man refuses to pay for a $200 dance of sorts. Okay. And leads cops on a foot chase near a strip club, authorities say. Okay. So... <laughs> 
I can imagine what kind of dance it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Colton, this is your cue to uh, put in your earbuds. That's right. Yeah, buddy. You need to press pause right now. <laughs> yeah. An Oregon man landed on the wrong side of the law after authorities say that he refused to pay for a pricey lap dance at a suburban strip club and led Washington County deputies on a wild foot chase. Have we got a check on Johnny Irons? Have anybody heard anything out of him yet? You know? Not lately. He said it was Oregon man, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oregon man. Dylan T. Vizant, 38, careened through blackberry bushes and a train tunnel during his attempted getaway Friday night from the Sunset Strip Gentlemen's Club on Southwest Parkway, the Washington County Sheriff's Office said. The trouble began when he declined to fork over $200 that he had agreed to pay for a private 15-minute dance, okay. said Sergeant Daniel DiPietro, a sheriff's spokesman. $200 is a lot of money. Yeah, that's a, that's a good bit of I mean, in a strip club, it's not a lot of money. But well, in I mean, general, it's a lot of money. You're just throwing it in the air. Yeah. So. Well, that's a strip club, that's like maybe an hour's worth of money. <laughs> maybe. Depending on how attractive the women are to you, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if, if this was... I mean, it says that... He, that this was agreed upon. I'm, all I'm saying is, it, it don't matter where I was. If someone just said, hey, you owe me $200, right. I'd be like, what, what? Well, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it, you know. And I'm, I don't have a lot of experience in strip clubs. Maybe that's a very right. common thing. Well, as a former exotic dancer, you got to get the money up front. Everybody knows that. And then everything right. beyond that is tips, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just how it worked when I was yeah. working. Just the tips, know. though. Yeah. So... <laughs> Don't call me John Long for nothing, okay? So pay my way through college. These hips don't lie, all right? Says that after bolting from the club's bouncers and hiding from the cops, Vizant hopped a nearby fence and he landed in a blackberry briar. <laughs> so, That's bad. Blackberries do have some bad briars on them, you know? Just, just like briar rabbit. That's right. <laughs> well, don't in come there. in here and get me. <laughs> don't throw me in that briar patch. <laughs> He then made his way to the Max train tracks that run parallel to US-26, and he took off east toward a darkened tunnel, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies were waiting for Vizant on the other side of the passage. <laughs> yeah, that's tough right there. You going into a tunnel, they're like, well, let's just go to the other side. Y'all wait on either end here. It's not a smart move by him. During his arrest, the suspected strip club swindler claimed that he was a lawyer. Authorities ah. booked him into the Washington County Jail on suspicion of theft and trespassing. Prosecutors are currently reviewing the case, the Washington County District's attorney said. His arraignment is scheduled for March 11th. Says here that Vizant did graduate from Williamette University School of Law in May of 2017 and was licensed to practice that October, said Katarini Walsh, a spokesman for the Oregon State Bar. Okay. So he was a lawyer. He is a lawyer. He is a lawyer. <laughs> He's going to go into some <laughs> verbal contract, you know, as Boy did because of some reason. Yes. Yeah, he's got it figured out. <laughs> that strip club owner, he might want to watch his back. That's right. Oh, they're going to be getting sued for ADA compliance now. All kind of stuff. I already know. Yeah. I already know. They're like, your aisles are not big enough for a wheelchair to fit down. Yeah, all that. Yeah. He did not return a phone call seeking comment on Monday. Wow. Imagine that. You yeah. know why? Because he knows the rules. He knows was, what to do. He was standing to his briar scratches, <laughs> putting the sport on them all. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of the the article. But I tell you what, that really, 
that got me when it's like, oh no, he he was a lawyer. Yeah, you know, he was definitely a lawyer. He was for real. <laughs> well, um, to all our lady friends out there that may be dancing and guys too, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to get the money up front for some <laughs> when they're going in the champagne room, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yes. Now, surprise, surprise, Wesley's booby trap. In Summerton, Alabama, doesn't have like a, a VIP area like you would think about. So right. rules are a little different there than they might be at a more upscale place. You I'm know? just taking your word for it. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. You really haven't lived until you've been to Wesley. You get some green top barbecue. Kevin knows exactly what I'm talking about, too, if he's listening to this. I don't know that Kevin's been to Wesley's, but he knows that green top probably is the best barbecue in the world. Yeah. If it's even still open, I don't know. I love green top. Man, I'm such a nerd. When I heard $200, my first thought was, $200? You can get like a refurbished Xbox and a three-month subscription to Game Pass for that. You're going to get a lot more playtime that way than a 15-minute dance in the champagne room. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. I guess, you know, we all got different things we like in life, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Some of us like naked women. Some of us <laughs> like Xboxes. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I couldn't go to a strip club now because, you know, I don't, oh, I never have any cash, number one. <laughs> like, I would love her to like, your wife makes what all the all money. These, <laughs> what are all these swipes on your debit card from the... ATM at uh, Sammy's in Birmingham or whatever. They know? take ATMs in, uh, in strip clubs? I've never been to a strip club that didn't have a standalone ATM in it. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to ask, well, where do you swipe the card? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and pink eye both. Well, since we're in the Colton can't listen anymore, <laughs> I would go ahead and hit this one. Are we gonna go? Are we gonna just name that this section of the show is the Colton turn it off? <laughs> yes, section? that's right. <laughs> um, a woman was stabbed with a semen-filled syringe while her back was turned in a supermarket. That is what we call sexual assault. <laughs> Absolutely it is. <laughs> a man has been charged with assault after being accused of stabbing a female shopper with a semen-filled syringe. Dang. Yeah. Thomas Byron, his name is Steeman, not Seaman, <laughs> Steeman, who was 51, by the way, was allegedly found in the possession of multiple syringes filled with a substance after the woman was stabbed in a shop. Oh, wait, you're talking about like a medical syringe. Yeah. I thought that was a euphemism for no, something. No. I was okay. saying, like, I can think of something else I could stab somebody with. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. You're going to have to be like, I mean, if you're going to break the skin with it, though, you're going to have to be ready to go. All right. It's got to be rocked up. I guess you can hang a pipe rail gate off of it. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. Police were notified of this shocking case uh, in the U.S. state of Maryland, which kind of tries to claim to be a southern state every once in a while. That bothers me. <laughs> Do you know? they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I uh, would think in this day and age, there no state would be wanting to claim to be yeah, right. I know. I know. After the female victim said she was assaulted and injected with what it was to believe to be a needle, Ports found a large syringe filled with liquid in Steeman's car during a search, <laughs> as well as more syringes in his home. Now, when it, cops wondered what it was, it was conveniently labeled <laughs> Steven Seaman. <laughs> uh, there's a video of it, too, by the way. Okay. 
In video surveillance footage, the alleged attacker, who is wearing a gray tracksuit bottoms and a dark jacket, can be seen walking in after the victim as she puts her trolley, shopping trolley back. A bunch of Yankees. <laughs> shopping you know, trolley. We call that a buggy down here. <laughs> yeah. We put her buggy back. He then bumps into her, and there is a visible exchange where the woman is clearly distressed. The traumatized woman later told investigators she had been stabbed with a needle and was forced to undergo urine and blood tests as well as a 30-day course of anti-disease medication. That's nightmare stuff Golly, right there. Golly, that's terrible. Stephen is also accused of attempting to inject two other women at the same grocery store. So uh, he's been charged with first and second degree assault and reckless endangerment and is being held without bond since his arrest. Detectives believe there may be other victims of similar incidences and have urged people to report it to uh, anything that's suspicious to the investigators. And surveillance footage was posted to Facebook by the Anne Andrell County Police Department. It has over 243,000 views. First of all, why would you, what would possess you? What was the point? Yeah. What's the point in this? Unless you were trying to like, you know, give someone an STD. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to make them pregnant that way. No, no, no. I don't know what the point was. That's just crazy stuff right there. And second of all, how'd you get it in there? (laughs) You know, you got to be a good shot to get it in a syringe, right? I mean, you're a marksman. I've never, I've never tried that, but just off the top of my head, I would think maybe a funnel was involved. Okay. Yeah. That's just good thinking, Tiny, (laughs) because I would have been like, all right, I'm going to hit the bullseye here. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, a funnel never would have occurred to me. <laughs> I have to, to work on my aim or whatever. So anyways, I don't know what's up with this dude or what possessed him to want to do this. Definitely not the way you need to be meeting women, <laughs> no. you know. And I think this dude should totally be locked up because, oh, yeah. as you said, this is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, this guy is right up there with the ice cream licking people, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, y'all leave our supermarkets alone. And his name is Steeman. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, I bet he's been made fun of his whole life. <laughs> you can't let Steeman just be running around with a syringe out there on the streets loose. Oh, <laughs> Steeman Seaman, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's, I, I feel bad. I don't trust anybody named Steeman. Never will again, you know? Why <laughs> yes. if he shows up at church next Sunday? <laughs> I mean, I hate to be that guy who's making broad generalizations, but I'm like, you say your name was Steeman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got my eye on uh, you. Empty out your pockets right now. <laughs> I'm watching you, <laughs> so don't try pockets. anything, buster. Right, look, but you shoot me with one, I'm going to shoot you back, all right? <laughs> yes. I'll fire one off in under two minutes, Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to need you to hold still. Yeah. You know, I can't remove a target. <laughs> I feel pretty confident I can. Yeah. Oh, mercy. So anyways, everybody up in Maryland, be on the lookout. Yes. You know, this. you got this guy. Well, he's caught now, but he probably get out on bond or something. And next thing you know, he's up to his old tricks. Uh, y'all just hold on a minute while I go throw up. <laughs> I'll be back momentarily. How horrible. Because you got to get tested for all, everything, HIV, all of that. Nightmare. Golly. Nightmare. Uh, if I was like this lady's husband, I'd just kill the guy. You know? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just no other option. I I mean, I can't say I feel sorry for the guy. Yeah. No, I was just <laughs> no. like, hey, bud. 
That's why uh, you, you don't do the stuff yeah. like that. I'm about to kill you, and this is why. Because you stab my wife with a semen-filled syringe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen. I'll go to jail for forever. That's okay. I, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's fine. Ends justify the means. Yeah. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter, and all on the website there at CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, Beef, pork, potatoes, cobra, beaver, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Live scorpions. Live scorpions. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next joint military operation in (laughs) Southeast Asia up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. And I bet you you could... You can whip up a cobra, too, with that thing, you know? <laughs> yes. Slice it up real good. Your other military branches aren't going to be able to top that. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer there, or you can order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly over on Lurley Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code, that's EOP10, that's EOP in the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. What do you say we go to the phones? Okay. I said the phones are blowing up. Yeah, they are. Number one. <laughs> they are They are there. Hey, y'all. Agent P here. Checking in from Chattanooga. I got... Uh, Got a couple of brief comments on this this past episode. First, in regarding to uh, which frozen French fry you would you would uh, use for that uh, novel use as described previously, you said you're going back to McDonald's, going back to White Castle because they're they're crinkle fries. If you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, and at least get the one that's ribbed for your that's, pleasure. That's right. That's <laughs> got a point. John, bless your heart. You've done out of yourself, son. You're always railing on the nerds and nerd this, nerd that. I hate nerds and telling your son this is this is why you bully nerds. And then in the middle of a story about AI, you make a reference to the Clone War. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> that is a point. It's done. Give it up. Just go ahead and. Start giving us weekly updates on your your 
Pokemon Go status. How you doing, in the shiny hunt? <laughs> okay, that hurts my feelings a little bit. <laughs> Have you got that level 99 Charizard yet, John? I don't know nothing <laughs> of Pokemon. All right. Disavow. These are horrible, vicious rumors. Okay. Well, you know, this is coming from an FBI agent. Yeah. Well, I know nothing <laughs> of it. I was expecting you to be like, oh, yeah, well, the FBI also said that Trump was. Uh, I don't know where you're Trump going with this. Trump peed on people or something. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. The other pee tapes or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's all right. Join we get cooking. Alright guys, love the show. Keep up the good work. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Well, we appreciate that, Agent Pete. Very illuminating voicemail. Very. Indeed. Yeah, I like that. I'm <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just a tad bit nerdier than you let on? I'm anti-nerd. <laughs> now, I have I have said before on this podcast, everybody's a nerd about something. Right, right. right. Like, I'm a nerd about football and the <laughs> yes. Grateful Dead, you know? Yeah. So everybody's a nerd about something. Right. Having a cursory nerd knowledge of other nerd <laughs> stuff doesn't po- necessarily... A nerd culture that has become popular. Yeah, right. Like... Oh, the Star Wars people are... In... <laughs> They're like... You can't even stop them. You know, they're the worst. I don't want to make anybody mad, but you Star Wars people or something else. The reason I know about the Clone Wars is because y'all won't shut up talking about it. You know? It's just all the time. It's like, oh, Lordy, what was this show that came out with Baby Yoda? Oh, uh, you know what that don't even pretend I don't like even you know don't the name know. of it. I don't know the name. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's the mandolin or something, right? Yeah, that's exactly okay. it. Okay. So you all know. the people with the mandolin are insane. You know? I mean, insane. I, I mean, I thought Baby Yoda was cute, but there was a point in time there where I was like, I will kill Baby Yoda. Just give me a shot. You know, give me a shot at it. Anyway, he's going to get a Mandalorian disintegration. Mandalorian. There <laughs> yes. we go. Same car that uh, Michael J. Fox drove <laughs> in Back to the Future. A Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that DeLorean was manned by somebody, right? Right. So a man. A Mandalorian. A Mandalorian. <laughs> kind of unoriginal for Star Wars to steal that name, but whatever. You know? Yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. And I am being facetious <laughs> about the Star Trek versus Star Wars, or Star Trek versus Star <laughs> Wars. I say Star Trek, by the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm being facetious about that because that really drives the Star Wars people up the wall. <laughs> so, it really does. Yeah, just being a little facetious about Plus, it. Plus, uh, I feel like Star Trek people, they're kind of in a culture all to their own. Yeah. And they think that their show is so much more scientifically grounded, so much better than the other one that's so popular. Here's my thing. And I don't want to make anybody mad. Like if you, if people enjoy stuff, of course, I'm being tongue in cheek about all of it, (laughs) but I'm, I'm a hundred percent honest about this. Like if you dress up as a character to go watch a movie, <laughs> I have a problem with that. You know, like you guys yeah. are in there with your lightsabers and stuff. <laughs> like you're grown men. Yeah, I'm just saying, you're grown men. I do take it at a step too far. Look. What me and Tara do in the privacy of <laughs> our right. own home. That's fine. When we watch Dirty Dancing on DVD. <laughs> okay. It's nobody's business. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Nobody backs Tara in their corner. <laughs> I understand that. You know? I'm all for some positive role playing and stuff. But I, me and Deidre are going to get dressed up and go watch a movie. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like that. I'm not going to go in my Chewbacca outfit. I save that for her. 
Right. <laughs> I'm more of a job of a hut now than anything else. How about you wear the uh, you wear the Chewbacca costume so no one knows that it's actually John Lawson right. in the theater watching this movie? Well, I will say I watched Empire Strikes Back in the theater when it was released. So all the other nerds, I got that on all these young nerds. You know, when it was re-released or no, released, released, original release. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Originally. Yeah, for my brother's birthday. I was a toddler then, so. Yeah, so I was too. But yeah, it was for my brother's birthday. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean, suck on that, nerds. I'm more nerdy <laughs> than you are about something I don't even care about. Which was precisely Agent P's yeah. point. <laughs> I got a whole sack full of Star Wars toys out here in <laughs> my uh, original, like from the 80s are toys. You serious? Yeah, in my bedroom right here. I'll Dude, show it to you when we're done. You're a wealthy he man toys too. You're you know? a wealthy man. I'm not a wealthy man. <laughs> if you list them. No, they're all like, because I played with them. It wasn't like my mom made me put them up. <laughs> I'd leave them out in the yard for a week and let them People get rained still on. pay for them, though. Yeah, well. You should look bad. into it. Nah, I'll leave them for somebody else to do that. <laughs> I don't want nerds to get them. <laughs> I don't want them to have them. I'm going to keep them in a plastic bag behind my nightstand like they are right now in case anybody wants to break in and get them. Leave my guitar stuff alone, okay? <laughs> yes. And take the nerd toys. It's fine with me. Uh, yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, we also have a new review this week. Do you want to? Oh, read yeah. That? Let me get that pulled up. I didn't even think about that. I got, I was accused of nerddom in it. <laughs> got on me a little bit. Okay. But everybody's a nerd and we're all the same. Like, that's the thing. Like, the, the nerd people are the same, uh, as like Alabama football yeah. people. You know, because Alabama football people get dressed up and go to games and stuff, you know, <laughs> yes. it's the same thing. So I get it. It is interesting that just wearing your favorite team's colors is, I guess, accepted Yeah, in cosplay is, uh, and I'm guilty. I, I ridicule cosplay people just yeah. as much as the next guy. Yeah. I, Even I'm, though I have a younger brother that's like super into it. Yeah. Bradley likes it, right? Oh, yeah. What does he dress up as? Sailor Moon? <laughs> yes. Okay. I would love it. No, he dresses up as Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> right? I would love to see Brad dressed up like Sailor Moon. There's another nerd thing I know about, right? It's just permeated into the culture, right? Yes. Yeah. I have no knowledge of any anime, really, but... He yeah. tried to ask me if I would dress up as Susuke something. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, get out. <laughs> right. Get out of my house. I don't like dressing up, you know, as anything. I don't... <laughs> Halloween, all that. Don't like it. All right. So, this review comes from Super Dave 0415. Uh, the title of the review is EOP, topical, uh-huh. and uh, five stars. So, I have to admit... That I started listening to this podcast because I went to good old FCHS with John, but I kept listening because it's truly a fun time weekly. I enjoy the banter between John and Tiny and the fact that you really never know what John is going to say. Hey, I don't either. (laughs) That makes three of us. (laughs) That's right. Keep it up, guys. So thank you, Super Dave. I know a few Daves that I went to school with. There's several Daves or Davids. Mm-hmm. So whoever it is, you can make yourself known to me, and I'll be nicer to you because you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes. You try out Earth Oddity because you know us in real life, yeah. but you stay because it genuinely is a funny podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes. 
Yeah. So, I feel yeah, like but I will say, I do not know what I'm going to say. I, none of this is scripted, by the way, if anybody couldn't tell. All straight off the spine. I just say whatever comes to my mind. All right. Well, I think that'll about do us for this show. You got anything else you'd like to add? No, just a joint Facebook group is popping yes. off. I mean, it is more content than I can keep up with. So if you post something in there and I don't comment or like it, it's just because there's so much stuff, it, I missed it. Yeah, you know? like Facebook al- algorithms, they will only send us so many notifications, I guess. Yeah, like right. I, I used to get notifications for every Everything. single thing that got posted yeah. in there because half the time it was me or John. Right. But that's not the case anymore. And right. nowadays, I try to keep an eye on it, but I don't see everything like I used to. So, so join up Earth Oddity, the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. There, we have two Facebook groups because why not? Well, we and, have a page. There's okay. a, The podcast has a page. All right. And I don't then, understand all of this. <laughs> okay. We have a page. The podcast has a page. You can like it if you want to. Yeah, there's only like 200-something people that like <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And then the page has a a group page, like okay. a discussion page. All right. So, so the discussion page is where it's popping off. Yeah. If you go to Earth Oddity and you all you see is our latest episode posted and it's like so many people recommend this, so many yeah. people like this. That's, wrong spot. Wrong that's, spot. <laughs> yeah. That's like the... I guess Facebook calls it a business page, although technically we're not a business. Right. But yeah. that's the podcast page. I mean, you got to go to the groups... And then there's an Earth Oddity Facebook group where everyone posts links, funny memes, yeah. know, discussions, whatever. All kind of good stuff. And uh, Casey Driver is the girl that I sent a friend request to and I was talking <laughs> when she was joining the group and I was talking yes. to her. So, Casey, if you're listening, thank you for not unfriending me yet. <laughs> um, I'm sure you will at some point in time because I can get pretty annoying, especially during football season. So, <laughs> yes. But thanks for listening to the show. Not and- to mention this election year. I don't talk politics on Facebook anymore. <laughs> you don't? I'm, I'm over politics. Well, I'm really going to miss that because I remember in years past, it was like your mission to make as many people angry as you right. possible. Was, <laughs> on both sides of the aisle. It wasn't just one side. No. John was constantly posting memes. Like, okay, this, okay, today. I'm going to make all the Democrats angry. <laughs> and then lunchtime, I'm going to make all the Republicans <laughs> angry. I'll double back and get a libertarian in there, too. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've swore that I'm off. I'm going to miss that. I felt like I was a little annoyed. <laughs> you know? Like well, I was just too much over the top. Well, for people who take it too seriously, yeah, I right. mean. No, I lost some friends, though. I got some very nasty messages about it. People act like this is going to affect their life or something. It don't matter who the president is. That's right. We're all serfs. We're all all equally peasants. That's right. We're all peasants. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyways. But for those of us who understood the joke and could see the satire for what it was, it was brilliant. Back to my original point and anybody can be my friend on facebook i do not request people to be my friends right. because i don't want people to feel like they're obligated to be my friend yes so if you're out there in the facebook universe and you want to be friends with me just send me a friend request and i'll be your friend yeah. you know and you can see pictures of my kids and every once in a while libby will make me go live and she'll waste five minutes showing everybody <laughs> her baby dolls or whatever yeah so there's a lot of fun times happening, but definitely join up with a Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun in there and be sure to help us spread the earth oddity gospel Yes, and explain to at least one person mm-hmm. um, that, you know, they would probably like this podcast. At the very least, they could correct our grammar <laughs> and count how many times I say, you know, in an episode. Mm-hmm. 
and hear me make a lot of off-color jokes that are probably borderline bad for a Baptist to say. All right. <laughs> yes. And uh, well, we are the bad boys of right. Southern evangelical like comedy. I'm dragging you down. You know, <laughs> like the bad boy label is probably for me. I get it. Yes. Yeah. But, well, originally the joke was the bad boys of Southern evangelical comedy would still be pretty tame. Right. Yeah, that was the joke. Yeah. Now I'm not so sure it's not a joke anymore. We're hard PG-13 now all the time. <laughs> hard PG-13. And that's really, we're beholden to the news, you know? Yes. We need some more good time crazy stuff to happen. And less <laughs> people stabbing folks with syringes full of semen and walking off from lap dances. Well, bet. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. I did throw a beaver joke in there this week, too. <laughs> that's probably uncalled for. <laughs> probably uncalled for. Well, with that said, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or on them all. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Yep. And do you like pictures? Because sometimes we post pictures. I did this week. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot about it. You can see most of those pictures at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. By far the most popular way to call us. Exactly. We have a phone number. What's that? It is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. And we have a pneumatic that Kevin came up with. <laughs> yes, I was just about to mention that. It is no way I, we be okay. So that is no, <laughs> N-O-A-I. W-E-B-0-K-Y. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, it's very simple for Way everybody easier to remember. To remember. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>